0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW report Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blob Talk Radio. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Expressing You with Cornelia. A weekly show about feeling your way into wholeness. For men and women, processing our emotions is our way to freedom and taking ownership for how you feel is the first step. We invite you to sit back and listen, take notes, or if you would like to ask a question, please call 1-877-296-0345. Cornelia also does sessions by phone or Skype. For more information, go to www.corneliadengel.com.
1: Hello, Welcome to Expressing You. I'm your host, Cornelia Dangel. Thank you for tuning in to this wonderful show about feeling your way into wholeness. This show is for men and women, and we're talking about processing our, our emotions and feeling our feelings. That is our way to freedom. Feeling our feelings is healing them, and taking ownership for how you feel is the first step. I'm always going to remind you to give yourself permission to feel everything because when you give your feelings a voice, the need to judge anything vanishes. All feelings want to be acknowledged, and doing the investigative process will honor that. You can find out more about how to do the investigative process at my website, cornelia.dangel.com. There's an article there that's called Emotions 101. Print out the processing technique; it's free. Um, there is an area that that um, is going to allow you to go into the dialogue, and always asking the questions on any given subject. Whenever you feel triggered emotionally, to ask yourself this question: What is this about? Go ahead and check out the technique. It's free and ready for you to download. Um, In my travels this week with my my clients, uh, one of my clients um, gave me another tool that reminded her a lot of my processing techniques, and so I wanted to share it here on the show today. And it's called Soul Stop. Soul Stop. So you write the word soul down, and then S for stop. O for observe what I'm feeling, U for understand what is this about for me, and L for love. Because really, in the end, that's the place that you want to get to, is you want to get to releasing the feelings, the old feelings, and loving yourself through it very special thank you goes to Michelle for creating this wonderful platform on Authentic You Media Network. We invite you today to sit back, listen, and take notes. You may also call in if you have a question about being stuck in a relationship or you're feeling upset and you don't know what the feeling might be attached to. You can call in at 1-877-296-0345. And today is the second Friday of the month, and we have on Lorna Gale. Lorna's passion is to support individuals in feeling at home in their body, learning ways to access the voice and wisdom of their body, and living erotically alive and sexually whole. Welcome back to the show, Lorna.
2: Cornelia, thank you. It's wonderful to be here.
1: It's it's hard to believe that it's already the second Friday of the month, isn't it?
2: I know. I know it is. A month ago already, so yeah, it's good to be back.
1: Yes, Mm -hmm. it is. And it's wonderful because actually I've had you on um, a couple times here now, and we also did another interview with you on another show where we talked more in-depth about your life. Um at mm-hmm. the global essential Center juice bar show, and so callers can um listen to that interview well as well because it was very extensive um with some of the things that we covered. but the reason mm-hmm. that we're back here today and in, in the second Friday of every month is because we want to um, talk with you more about how we can use our body to feel more sensual and really fall in love with discovering and exploring our sexuality. And that is really kind of our ongoing theme for the next month month or two. Mm-hmm. So last mm-hmm. month we were talking more about the core wound shame, right, feeling shameful, feeling sh- shameful around um, our sexuality um, you were talking about the shroud of shame, feeling um, just feeling ashamed you know um you know with some of the things that we might have experienced like sexual abuse and and so I was just wondering if you can give our listeners kind of like a recap of um the shroud of shame
2: Hmm. certainly i'm happy to um i i did I remember relating a bit about um in a context of of my sexual awakening, which was midlife um, and uh, a, a part of that was just what it came down to almost in some ways that number one is we come from sex i mean that 's how we 're created into the physical form and and so it 's an interesting thing how so often in our culture we have this idea that there 's something wrong or shameful about this, and in the context of my own sexual awakening in terms of really connecting into that aspect of myself as a being, it was there was almost the shame of even the existence that i that i existed so you know there was a really a deep peace from there uh as if there's something shameful about that i am even here so and then oftentimes the different ways that shame shows up um you know can can come up in um, you know, our appearance, you know, the whole thing, say, about body image and, um, you know, what we're supposed to be or what we think we're supposed to be. And so it's just really that piece about how do we come back into this place of seeing that who we are right now is whole and is really amazing and awesome and um there is no no need to be ashamed of anything. Those are just the stories um, that we have. And, you know, coming back into this piece about these core wounds is the idea that those are just things that get put in place to be able to allow us to have a certain experience. And when that experience is done, that shroud of shame can, like a garment, be um, either seen through, like the emperor's new clothes, realizing there was really nothing there to begin with, or, you know, the idea of it, you know, taking this garment off.
1: Right, right. And, you know, a lot of that, I mean, even as you were talking, I was just thinking about, you know, even applying the processing technique right there, you know, what is this about? What am I feeling about? Mm -hmm. What is this about with my body, right? And a lot of it, do you think that a lot of it has to do also with um, self-acceptance with the body? Um,
2: Certainly. And I would say it's an interesting thing. You think, you know, I have my little eight-month-old grandson. And, you know, is he, does he look in the mirror? Is he concerned about he, what he looks like? You know, it's just kind of no. Um, you know, is he, is he concerned about, you know, what he looks like when he cries? Or, you know, how is his hair doing? And he has a wonderful new little haircut. Um, but, you know, this whole thing about, like, at what point do those stories get put on or where do we take them on at? So it's not the natural state of who we are, you know, in this the whole thing of, of just being. And so, to be able to look at how how they start to take shape and often get reinforced, and we have this idea that this is who we are, and somehow there is something unacceptable about who I am, just as I am
1: right and and then you know that that unacceptable piece you know again um, uh, one of the other core wounds is not 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 feeling worthy, not being good enough it's that's another. Mm-hmm. That's another core wound, and the not worthiness piece is, you know, is, is a is um a low self esteem, a low self worth, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. not feeling good enough in your own body, not feeling good enough a- about your body, or even being in our body, mm-hmm.
2: not not mm-hmm. loving
1: our body, right? Right,
2: right. right.
1: And so and Cindy, I think do you that. see that? Yeah. You know, I I was just
2: going to say that I think that um, that is, it does show up. And, you know, it's fascinating how, um, you know, again, that's the thing about that we're not worthy. um, Like, where does that come from? And in one of our other conversations, you know, we talked about the thing, um, you know, and I I referred to Betty Martin's work, um, the thing about consent. You know, where do we as little children even um, have this idea that, our voice doesn't count or what we're feeling doesn't matter. You know, if I'm supposed to go and kiss Grandma goodbye when I don't really want to. Um, and so somehow even those things get built into that, that the unworthiness to be able to even honor what I'm feeling and what, what I would choose to do or what it feels right for me and my body. And, right. and so I think that's a big piece.
1: Right. And then it just becomes a lifelong conditioning where mm-hmm. um, we're just continuously... Covering up and feeling either ashamed or not good enough and not connected in our bodies. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Always, you know, um, always going back to that core wound of, of, of mm-hmm. not being enough, right? Or, mm-hmm. again, feeling ashamed. Yeah. So, do you see this play out a lot in the work that you do with people? Um, you know, not, not <laughs> people not loving their bodies?
2: I do. I do. You know, it even shows up. Um, you know, as simple as when I when I start with a client. Um, you know, it's I, I do. Um, and again, referring to Betty Martin's work and some of the work that's been done uh, in Body Electric, is that we call it a three-minute game, isn't just in terms of. Um, you know, well, what would you like? You know, how would, and I start with just their hand. You're like, how would you like me to touch your hand for the next three minutes? And, you know, some people, you know, and again, men and women of all ages, you know, all the way from, you know, 25 up to 75, you know, it's kind of this idea of asking for that want or being able to say it. It's kind of like, really? Like, I don't know, I don't know. Or, like, I can really ask for that. And it shows up in, in a lot of different ways. I remember a 73 year old client that I have when I went to a session with her of just, you know, allowing her to just request the kind of touch that she wanted, she said, that's the first time I've ever been given permission to really ask for what I want. And and I think that somehow that it, it's um, a, perhaps part of the, a feedback loop, even, of that whole idea of that I'm not even worthy to ask for what I want. Um, like, you know, even the idea of, like, somebody saying, like, you would do that for me? You know, it's just it really shows up of yeah you know you are worthy you are deserving, so all of these different ways where it does show up that this idea that I don't deserve to be touched the way that um that I would like um I don't deserve to even ask for that, I don't deserve to and you know in, in the in this work of sexual sexual wholeness is that somehow we have the idea even that we're supposed to perform a certain way or that we have to give out so to speak you know we have to be able to do this or that because of somebody else and if we don't you know what does it mean about us and about a relationship and you know and, and I think about even that with a lot of our our younger our younger kids you know and women younger women perhaps it's this idea that I have to be able to do a certain thing to be liked to be loved so it just really I see that in my adult clients this idea that how many times they have said yes to something that really in their bodies, it just felt like, no, no, no. And other times it felt like, yes, but you know, it felt like, Oh no, I have to say no. You know? So it's just really many ways where we haven't really honored what was there because at some level it feels like I don't deserve to have this. Um, I don't deserve to ask for it. I don't deserve to receive. And receiving is a really big thing. Um, it's a huge piece. And, um, yeah a huge um component of my work is just supporting people in in that practice of receiving. just you know you don't have to give back, just let me touch your hand, just let me touch you know stroking along your body, and you know you don't have to do anything back, just receive that and and it comes from a big part where that our self worth and um that deservingness comes by how much can I give back, how much can I do?
1: Mhm, yeah. You know because again, when you keep talking about deserving and um not 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 feeling good enough, you know that mm-hmm. that that the lack of value and and the and again that's that's that core wound of um unworthiness not good mm-hmm. enough. Can you mm-hmm. imagine how many people are walking around feeling like they have no lack of value that they don't deserve respect that they mm-hmm. don't deserve? Like you said, to be touched—that they don't deserve to live the life of their dreams; that they don't deserve—that they feel that they they don't, and that they actually mm-hmm. need permission from someone that gives them permission and says, um, "You know, how would you like to be touched?" You know, mm-hmm. uh, it that that is just mind blowing sometimes to mm-hmm. even, but that's but that's really what's going on, isn't it?
2: Mhm, mhm, it is, it is. And as I mentioned in one of our conversations also that piece about being congruent. And I use the the visual the metaphor if so to speak of of that little bike lock, you know, the three little combination bike lock that when all of those numbers are in place you know, for the combination, then you can open and close the lock, and that's what I, the visual that I use for inside of the body, as that place of being able to feel, and again, the word that I use is congruent, that all of those things are lined up, and that's where it feels the flow is, is happening, and where I'm honoring, honoring um, this life I'm living, this life that is living me, um, in terms of um, of, that that place, and I think that Uh, how that feels in the body when I'm coming from this place of not feeling worthy. It feels like one of those uh, feelings like kind of that yeah you know that yeah. jarring feeling we have and so mm-hmm. it shows up in all kinds of ways and i'm not worthy you know there's that cringing that happens inside so that's why i i really love using the body as a way to really help us recognize where we're operating from operating from any of those places those core wounds because when that that ease is there within that it's like that those core wounds aren't in activated state, you know that we're not operating from that. We're operating from this place of flow and ease, um, and receptivity, and and um, the goodness that we are. And so that's right. that's where and I really yeah. like to come back to that that feeling state within the body as a as an indicator.
1: Right, right. So that that because the bottom line is is that we're making choices continuously um, that are either basically reflecting. Us being worthy, or reflecting mm-hmm. us not being worthy by saying no, and by you know continuously keep feeling disconnected from our bodies or from our life or what whatever it might be because we're continuously that's what we do. We we mm-hmm. we're, we have so many choices that we get to make in any given day, and it's mm-hmm. either either you're going to practice making choices that are based on worth and value and deserving mm-hmm. and loving. And mm-hmm. um, honoring, loving mm-hmm. our bodies, you know. And so, do you do you work with clients um, and um, assist them into loving loving their bodies and, and and helping them with that? Is that do you see that played out in the work that you do as well? Hmm, absolutely and
2: it's a, it's such a great joy to do that um, and it happens many in many ways sometimes it is simply in in their being able to receive touch oftentimes I use mirror work as well where the people are in front of the mirror, you know clothed or unclothed, and just to be able to see themselves in, in that way and with me there is witness there's something about the power of being witnessed um, that just is really um, there's it's it's like this laser thing that just really allows people to be able to see through the shame and let that shame and that unworthiness start to arise to be able to see into the magnificence of who they are and and so yes there's there's definitely the this that comes up in my work and yeah it's it's a, it's an amazing thing to you know have a simple thing i i think back to you know about a month and a half ago or so i saw a woman and she was um um in her late 50s, early 60s, and um, was our first session together. And it was basically um, just giving her permission to stand where she wanted in the room. She was fully clothed. And where would you want to stand in the room? Again, what does it feel like in your body? Using that as that barometer or as that, um, that compass, if you will. And um, just, okay, where do you want to stand in the room? And, okay, so she fit, stood exactly where she wanted to in the room. Okay, now where do you want me to stand so that you can feel that that, that um, ease and peace within your body? So she directed me there, and I just stood there. And then a little while later, she just asked, okay, could you stand now over towards me in front of me, over a little bit to the right, back up a little bit, a little bit forward to the left? Okay, right wow. there. And just being there, it was, um, she just stood there and just tears streaming down her face, that place about wow, just to be an accepted exactly what, as she was, even to those little tiny incremental pieces to be able to really, you know, not to have to go with any little bit of that jarring piece inside, but what does it feel like when it is totally, really lined up? And that place that, yes, I'm accepted just with that. I don't have to give up or settle for anything. It's just I can really, truly honor that. Yeah,
1: that's so powerful. You know, that, and that's, I, and I'm sure that, that is the part that gives you really the tremendous joy to mm. to see another person. You know, this is that's what I <laughs> what I feel as well in you know, um in the work that I do with my clients as well is being a witness to their pain. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and 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 being able to sit with them in it without um without um without needing anything to be fixed, without without anything, just that total acceptance where they can totally be um you know having having it all come up to the surface as mm-hmm. the woman did by by okay turning mm-hmm. to the left or turning to the right you know that piece and um you know giving them the space mm-hmm. giving them the space and the witnessing mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that that we all that we all want that we all need yes right? mhm yeah.
2: mhm yeah and and that's where I that's where I start with that work because it's um you know as as people as we do this work together, um, you know, it it translates into what's happening in their their relationships, in their home life, in their work life. And so to be able to just really tune into this, then when they go home, you know, into their partner relationships, into an intimate relationship, all of a sudden they can identify what does it feel like in my body um, to be able to say yes or no in any type of a given situation. So that's where just starting with a... You know, a, a, almost a really a neutral place. You know, it's not about a sexual connection. It's not about that. It's how mm-hmm. do we connect in this personal place so that then they can take that home and continue to practice that and feel from their bodies that place of acceptance of themselves.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. because so you experience that people there's just a deep disconnect with with our bodies, right? There's just been uh, um, yeah a, a deep disconnect. And do you see that? Do you see that um, in the same for men and women?
2: I do, I do, and and I would say a big part of it comes from the thing of people just really you know, and, you know, we can go back to, you know, or look at maybe how it shows up or how it starts to get formed, but that idea of that it's not okay to feel what I'm feeling. And, you know, and the various ways that we start to cover up or deny or suppress or divert what we're feeling, uh, and, and so it's just somehow it becomes um, sometimes the sense of wrongness that what I'm feeling isn't okay, or if I'm feeling this, it means I'm not good enough, there's something wrong with me. And and so then to be able to be able to allow them to be able to look at the stories that are showing up, and then how do we um, let those words and those stories take us to the sensation that's ready there to be felt, the energy that is ready there to move to dance as life. And so that's a big part of of the, of the work that I do as well. You know, as as you and I have spoken about Cornelia's that, that beautiful place where our works intersect. It's just the piece of, of supporting people to feel.
1: Absolutely, I love that piece. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah,
1: that's so great. It's it's yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> allowing people to feel mm-hmm. and um, and yeah, and and release those old feelings. Mm-hmm. So, um, how can we how can we be more loving with our bodies, more intimate um, right now? So, what what can we give the listeners right now? Um, how we can be more loving, more intimate. Last time you had us um you had us just notice our genitals, I think. Uh
2: mm-hmm. yep.
1: is what you had us do and I think you had us just kind of place our hands there and mm-hmm. um breathe there. Um yep. which, you know, it, it sounds it even sounds funny to say this on the radio. It it, mm. it sounds it sounds weird. It sounds funny to say yep. this out loud, but that's what you had us do. Yep. And um and so what would what what can we do what, what can we do now, today, to be more loving and more intimate with our bodies? What, what do you... Do you
2: mm. in? Mm-hmm. I, um, two things come up. One of those is to be able to um, um, just look in the mirror and just, you know, and, uh, to be able to just look in the mirror with a soft gaze. And just to feel in the body as you're looking there, um, with that that not a judgmental, you know, analysis type thing, but just that almost that witnessing of yourself, that here I am, and, and just that place of gentleness and compassion. And when it f- starts to feel like you know there's this hard look, or you know the thoughts and stories start to arise, it just kind of soften the gaze, soften the heart, and just be there in this place of being t- there, right there as witness to myself.
0: Um, You know, the
2: power of the mirror. And then the other one is actually to be able to, um, even if it's just to yourselves, is to be able to acknowledge something that you enjoy um, about. Um, yourself as a sexual erotic being. It might be a certain place that you like to have touched. Maybe it's the inner ankle or the inner wrist or maybe it's you know to be able to have a certain ambiance. But just to think about what it is that you enjoy and it, you know, again, sometimes when we think about sexuality, we think of um, somebody else you know, in, in terms of a partner type engagement and it's not necessarily that. Sometimes and for many people intentionally, it's a solo sex experience. And, you know, which is such a rich, deep um, experience. And what a beautiful way to begin any type of a partner thing is by having that, what I call, is be your own best lover. Um, and so that would wow. be that thing about start to recognize, what is it that I really enjoy about um, being a sexual erotic being? That's a so great those
1: question. Are the two what is, that's, yeah, that's great, Lorna. What is it that I really enjoy about being a sexual erotic being? Mm-hmm. So that's that's what we're going to have um the listeners work on this month um, okay and and also uh, and also standing with themselves but can you can you tell us um what can you give us again the definition of erotic
2: erotic the way that I use the word and you know there'll probably be a different different people will say it the way that I use the word erotic is basically it's that life force force energy that that is is there and inherent in life. And when we access that, um, and often the genitals can be an erotic generator, like generating the energy of that. Uh, And so it's really um, tapping into that life force energy that, yeah, is the juice and the fuel of life, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the sexuality piece would be just how then do we express that or how does that get um, acted upon um and expressed and played with.
1: Give me the um the question again. The the question how do we how do we like to be touched? Um
2: in, in terms what, of
1: what
2: was the the, the, the question, question you that wanted we were to,
1: have, going to give to the audience for our listeners. Mhm.
2: Yeah. yeah. In terms of what is it that I enjoy about being a sexual erotic being? Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. What is it that mm-hmm. I enjoy? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, and just
2: let it be, you know, it doesn't have to be a huge thing. You know, some people think, oh, it has to be this great big, huge. no, it doesn't. It can be just as small as, like I said, I love even myself just, you know, enjoying the, you know, the stroking of my inner ankle and just the deliciousness of that, you know, mm-hmm. and just to be able to. And I think that the erotic part comes in is just the, it's simply almost the enjoyment of life, life's enjoyment of itself. hmm
1: yeah this this is so great, I think that um you know um us talking about it is really it's it's really a huge thing you know it's really giving mm-hmm. people um to to feel into this and really um make a connection with their body and discover uh more intimacy and let go of some of the old stories that mm-hmm. are not the truth of who we really are, and so yeah. that is making the world a better place.
2: Mm. Right. mm. Yeah. and so you Laura know, and I, how do
1: how do people, uh, go ahead. No, nope, that's okay. That's great. Go ahead.
2: Mhm.
1: How do people um how do people find you?
2: Ah, how do people get um, how do
1: people find you? Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. Um basically um come to my website. Um lorna That's l o r n a g a l e.com. And and they'll be able to see some of my upcoming events um, and some of the ones that I've had, uh, which is really neat. Uh, Also, some workshops and trainings that I do. And um, there, the people will be able to see um, a wide range of the practices that I do offer. And some of those are in person. Some of those are in distance, whether it's um, globally uh, or for those people who are... You know inquiring would like to to inquire about working with me uh, I do offer thirty minute free consultations that gives an opportunity for people to share with me what's up and I can share with them what i offer and and then we come to up with something of how we can work together and um while they're on my uh, website. There's the newsletter there and it only takes just a minute to sign up for that and when they sign up they'll have the opportunity to get um, more updates on the events that are going on as well as some VIP updates and invites and uh, there's also Facebook so it seems to be a really wonderful way to connect uh, so they can find me at facebook.com forward slash erotically alive and I look forward to meeting people there
1: that's so wonderful. It's so awesome to talk to you. It's so delicious to talk to you about this. I'm so grateful <laughs> that that you are part of the Expressing You um radio network here and that we are um you know sharing this information with our listeners and um yeah, and I look forward mm-hmm. to having you on again in next month, the second Friday yeah. of next month. So wonderful. Mhm. Thank you. Thank so you, Lorna. you're welcome
2: thank Thank you you. I love being here okay thank you take care Mm -hmm. bye bye yeah bye for now
0: feeling emotionally balanced is a key to feeling good thank you for listening and feeling your feelings each week you will come away with practical tools inspiration and empowerment Would you like to schedule an empowerment session? Go to www.corneliadengell.com Feeling it is healing it.